to Armageddon After Party. We're going to open a dark, dark world. I'm Dick Loverboy here in the bunker once again with the Reverend Bloss and Lil Square. Oh, I feel bad. like we're really we're really making up for some lost uh, use of the uh, Armageddon After Party metal theme song from those uh, times when we couldn't find our copy of it. It only took eight months into a pandemic before we got it. Going. <laughs> That's not too bad. For Dick Loverboy worked his way down to that <laughs> thing on the to-do list of like, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, the the main point is I found it so. Thank you, Beast Mode. Hmm. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We've been having enough fun in this podcast. Let's get serious. <laughs> Too much fun. Ah, oh, jeez. How you guys doing? It's been a been a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, we missed it last week. Um, but you know, there you go. I wasn't there feeling you. it. It's okay. Hey, don't worry though. Tonight, y'all, you know what's happening? <laughs> A lot of brown liquor. You're feeling it? Fucking feeling it tonight. Yes. <laughs> so, Did you bring the bottle up. into the bunker with you? Is oh. it sitting next to you? It's not just that bottle. I have multiple Uh-oh. bottles. Sitting right here. No, I didn't bring it. I'm gonna have to take a break at some <laughs> point in time. You know, re up, re up the brown liquor. So anyway, guess what, you guys? Joe Biden got elected president. Uh, no, he hasn't. <laughs> have uh, they counted all of the legally cast votes at this point? I I think they've ca- counted them many times <laughs> in a in a lot of cases. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, here we go. It's, it's official. No. The GSA just gave over that money. Oh, shit. It's no going back now. (laughs) (laughs) How much money did they get? I don't know. It's many millions. I'm not sure what the total number is. Having a good party. I hope so. Like everybody's wearing masks, they're like dancing, you know, six feet apart. I bet they're not wearing masks, they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> we won, we got it. <laughs> oh, no, dog, they wear masks. COVID's a hoax, it's not even real. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I heard uh, that it somewhere. Is, it is good to know that the incoming administration is finally, finally getting intelligence briefings to get up to speed on all of the things, the international <laughs> issues that might be affecting our fucking country right now. That oh, somebody was just sitting on it like, no, you can't have it. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I'm going to get investigated over some building that I was uh, a part of being a whole thing to. I can't remember this story, so I'm, I'm going to stop talking about that. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, Biden, I think he basically said in some interview somewhere of like he's going to not really sick the Justice Department on Trump. He has no interest in doing that. So he's taking like the kind of classical view of like, let's just let that go and just move on into the future, guys. Come on. Well, I mean, just like you said earlier, you know, most of uh, um, 
his state presence in the judiciary is going to be <laughs> seen um, um, much more often. So we'll just let them take care of it. And, you know, you can focus on trying to put the country back together in some fashion. <laughs> uh, man, there are a lot of people out there that think this election was rigged. God. Yeah, I'm going home for Thanksgiving tomorrow, and I'm curious to see how many of the folks there think that. Uh, I'm curious to know, too. <laughs> you have to tell me. Uh, it is crazy. It's I, just, oh, fine, but where is the proof? Give me the evidence. There's been nothing. It's all been like hearsay and shit. Come on. I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but there's been a radical leftist agenda that's been perpetuated by the media for years and i haven't noticed yeah you fuck fucking fake news just just making up the uh, the history of this country right now i'm just glad that old communist joe is finally just kicking open the doors to full-blown socialism in the u.s that's what uh, i'm excited <laughs> about that's what we're due for they're gonna take your guns away they're gonna completely yep. repeal the second amendment and it's just gonna be socialism abortions everywhere it's gonna be great they're gonna they're gonna use the confiscated guns to perform the abortions <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure how that works yet. They're they're still <laughs> workshopping that. <laughs> Clearly, they are. It's, it's just rubber bullets. That's what it is. Just rubber bullets. Oh jeez. Oh man. All right. Well. <laughs> I mean, it's just a fetus. It doesn't take much, right? Uh, yeah. Apparently, I think you can just you know look at it the wrong way. You gotta yeah. gotta be there close though. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get you. Head up in there and really take a look. Up close and personal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys, I've got a bit of a correction to make. Not really a correction, but oh, a uh, clarification entire... from a previous just, episode. Just one? Can we just one? Correct this entire last few minutes of the conversation <laughs> we've been having? No, no. You just got to roll on through it. Come on. Right, we can do right. this. Let's hear the correction. Uh, no, in case you guys were wondering, it was, in fact, Maz Kanata, who handed Chewbacca, I think Han Solo's medal, and and brought uh, a tear to my eye in uh, the Rise of Skywalker. So just wanted to make that clear. It was Maz Kanata. Okay. Thank you for that. Good yeah. lord. I mean, I don't know what we would have done if we hadn't got that cleared up. <laughs> but thank you. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah. Thank you for that. It's cor good. Correction. It's good to be, you know, honest with yourself and the fans out there, uh, the survivors that are out there doing everything can, everything they can, just to make it through these COVID times. And you're lying to them about who's making you cry in a damn Star Wars movie. <laughs> well, I never really got to the uh, the end of the point I was trying to make when I was just talking about movies that I'd seen recently, which is I really do miss seeing movies in theaters. Like it's it's something that kind of made me realize, like, man, I do miss that. Oh yeah, cool. Well, let's just have a theater in my front yard. How about how about this Friday? Everybody, come on over to the bunker, and uh, we'll just project uh, a good movie up on the side of the house. Hey, buddy, I think you may actually have plans this Friday that you're not aware of. Oh, shit. 
somebody's somebody's birthday uh one of your probably your your best friend growing up i think it's his birthday somewhere around friday so there might be something going on he was your roommate for uh several years of college this friday uh, i think that was the plan that's not anywhere near his birthday maybe next friday maybe it is next friday yeah. okay movie oh. night friday we're good <laughs> God, I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's going to know that I fucked that up from a, actually from a drunken Zoom call last night. My bad, guys. Yeah, don't worry. I know when people's birthdays are. <laughs> and this uh, Friday we'll be screening uh, a nice big screen movie on the big screen. <laughs> so what are you? Uh, what are you thinking we're watching on Friday? Ooh, that was a good one. You know, we've been trying to like narrow it down. We've been thinking about Christmas movies, and then I was like, "Nah, it's not de even December yet. We gotta watch one more before we get into the Christmas movies." So we were thinking about kind of like splitting the difference and watching Die Hard. I was just about to ask if it was going to be Die Hard. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a I good one know. to see out in the front yard. I don't know. I think the neighborhood children would love that. Oh, absolutely. What else you got? Oh, wow. Uh, what else? There's a I thought you said you, have, you guys had a list. or. Oh, no, just ideas of what type of movie. Um, oh, okay. It was originally Christmas movies, and then it was non-Christmas movies. Well, what Christmas? What other? What Christmas movie? Oh, you know the best um, Christmas movie there is: Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, no Christmas with the no Christmas with the Cranks fans. No. I don't think I've seen Christmas with the Cranks. What's the uh, what's the the plot summary on that one? I mean, not the entire summary, just the overview. Oh, I was hoping one of you guys had seen it, so you could <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, inform me because I am actually. I just it's one that comes up a lot, you know. Did on, you just go blind Nolo on Christmas with the Cranks? What no, happened there? I did. It's <laughs> like, oh man, can't believe they don't they don't even have an opinion about it. Uh, <laughs> Man, I just typed in Christmas in IMDb, and it's nowhere even near the top ten. Let's go with <laughs> it's Christmas the one that always the, pops up. Though. It's no, it's three. Christmas with the Darlings, Christmas with a Prince, and Christmas with the Crying, starring Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, mm -hmm. this, Ooh, yeah. This is prime. It's prime for all of these actors. It's their, it's they're all in their prime. <laughs> Um, for Christmas with the Cranks, so that's why I'm saying that um, they're at the peak of their career. Mm -hmm, I think that's a good one to watch. Uh, you know, to screen on the 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 big screen. Did you know that Christmas with the Cranks is based on a John Grisham novel? Oh no, I did not. Is it yeah, Runaway Jury? Christmas. Dipping Christmas. It's it's based on the Hunt for Red October. Oh. No, it's not at all. That's a that's a that's a submarine movie, and I'm not even sure that's John Grisham. It might be. Who knows? I don't think it's Grisham. I'm trying to think. It's like it's not Michael Crichton. No, I don't know. Tom Clancy. That's a good guess. 
No, I'm reading that off of IMDb. <laughs> Tom Clancy that wrote for October. That's a really good guess. Uh, John Grisham was uh, he read all the uh, the lawyer movie uh, <laughs> right books, you know, Runaway Jury. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time to Kill, fantastic movie. Um, yes, it... Matthew McConaughey's sweaty, sweaty all the way through. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone's sweaty in that one. Mm-hmm. Sweaty times. Sweaty times. Just, just, converse, just conversation killer right there. We just bring up a time to kill, and like that's that's a, we have to have a moment of silence for Sam Jackson. Like, yes, I deserve to die. I hope they burn in hell. Oh shit! I was waiting. There it is. <laughs> yep, it's a good movie. Oh yeah, Oliver Platt's in that one too. I like a good Oliver Platt movie. I do love Oliver Platt. He's a he's a fun guy. Is he in Congo? Um, I don't know. Is Congo a John Grisham? No, Tom Clancy? No. Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton wrote Congo. Got you. I think he's in it. I can't remember remember who he is, though. Oh. But I feel like he's in there. And don't even get me started on Lake Placid. <laughs> Another good one. Classic. Classic. We might have to watch that on the big screen. Just saying. Can we? Could we possibly do an entire like Oliver Platt retrospective at some point in time? Yeah, are you kidding me? Isn't he? A- I did enjoy him in Three Musketeers. Oh, he's good in that for sure. Hmm. Mm. Oh, somebody's taking a little break early. Oh yeah, not early. Not early I mean, early in the podcast for for these shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a specific time in the podcast that I need to do it. Just as long as it happens at least once. <laughs> we don't We're going to have it at least twice. <laughs> you know, some of, some of our listeners may be older survivors. You know, they need a little, um, you know, they need to get, get things going. Uh. <laughs> You guys, speaking of getting things going, have you guys watched Hot Ones? No. Yes. Yes, I have. Watch what? I recently discovered that. Hot Ones. uh, Oh, really? YouTube series? Yeah, never seen it before. I was listening to Tom Segura's podcast, and somebody asked him about his appearance on there. And he was pointing out so. Red, if, if you haven't seen it, essentially there's 10 wings in front of these people, and they go from like. I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. So yeah, they go from like a very mild wing on up to like the hottest thing you've ever eaten. But like right around six or seven, he was pointing out that like your mouth is is just so on fire. You're going through this pain. And this guy's interviewing you the entire time. And you he, he said you cannot like there is no deception. There is no like doing a bit like you are just completely honest because you're in such pain and it's a fucking cool concept for a uh, interview show. I've enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. It's a really good show. I've seen a few, um, my, uh, what is that guy? Sean Evans or is it Sean Evans that hosts that? I think, I think so. sounds right. Yeah. 
And that's what's crazy too. Like he's eating, unless they have like stage wings that aren't as hot as the other ones, he's eating the same ones that the other person is. So he, he just has no feeling in his mouth, I guess, or what? I guess. Some people are just able to do that. Not me. What's that chef's name? Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Did you, have you seen the one with him on there? I watched his today. That was pretty amazing. Funny as shit. Fuck, this is hot. Fuck, yeah. It just tears him up. And and you can watch him like at the very beginning, he's joking about it, and then clearly gets very uncomfortable. And it's just yeah, it's just it's yeah. honest. It's great. It's fun. But he like um, brought like, some lemons. He had like this like little bag for the heat and stuff. It was, he had lemon great. juice and just lime juice. He had yeah. like several pastries with him just to eat those. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to take the heat out. But so far, so far, my favorite has been Trick Daddy because around like wing eight or nine, Sean Evans asked him like, "So yeah, you uh, you've been a big proponent of eating ass. Could you uh, expound upon that?" And Trick Daddy just like lays it out about like how it's just common courtesy that if you're down there, you need to eat that girl's ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. <laughs> common courtesy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. I guess, yeah. Well, also, he I found out that he has he does like a, a toy drive for the kids in Miami um, every Christmas. And he was saying, like, I think DJ Khaled and Lil Wayne are like, they, they always contribute to it. They can be counted on for that. But it's called Trick Love the Kids. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, yes, Perfect. it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, God. How great is that? Oh, yeah. Anyway, Hot Ones on YouTube. Definitely, I recommend that. It's a fun show. Cool. Oh, man. You guys been watching oh. The Mandalorian? Oh, yeah. No, I don't have. Um, no. Mm. I haven't been watching. We won't talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about it. It's fine. No, I just feel like this season's pretty good. But If you guys want to talk about it, talk about it. Nah. I'll sit here and listen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I have I haven't seen one episode. I have no idea what's going on in it. Well, I do feel like there's a like a generational gap in Star Wars knowledge. Like I've always, when I was a kid, I was reading some of the like novelizations and stuff, so I had like pretty deep knowledge of Star Wars lore. And then I remember talking to my nephews at some point in time, and they're familiar with like what is it like Star Wars Rebels or The New Republic? All these different like animated shows Clone that came Wars out. And Rebels and like, yeah, yep. I haven't seen any of those, but like the Mandalorian this season has finally hit the point where they are incorporating stuff from those newer shows that I've never seen. So I feel kind of left behind, but I'm enjoying I've it. I've seen the, the Clone Wars animated. There's like a movie of that, and then there's like a, a series. I've seen both of those, and those are they're pretty good. So cool. I that's think. cool that they're doing that because mm-hmm. some of those stories are pretty cool because it's all with Anakin and Obi. And all the other, like a lot of other Jedi's, and then like um, Anakin, his uh, Padawan. What's what's her name? Because uh, I think she's going to be in one of the new Star Wars movies, supposedly. But... She's about to come up in the Mandalorian. Yeah, I think. the girl oh, the with Mandal- the that's, okay. That's mm-hmm. what it is. The end of Mandalorian. That's she, cool. She has a like hairdo type thing. It looks like kind of like yeah. A... Her, I liked her character in the uh, Clone. Watching that Clone Wars, I thought she was. 
It's good. Cool. Good character. Well, good she character. survives cool. all the way to Mandalorian times. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys: Have you guys seen on Netflix? I think it's called We Are Champions. No, no. What is it? So I've only seen. It's called We Are Champions. I believe it's We Are Champions, and the first episode is in England somewhere. This fucking steep ass fucking hill, and it's this tradition where they get a fucking cheese wheel, throw it down the hill, and people jump down, like throw their bodies down the hill to try to catch this cheese. That's all you fucking win is the cheese wheel, and it's like tons of people going down at once. And just seriously, they're they're running, but then all of a sudden they just some of them tumble, and other people come by and whack them in the head, concussions, fucking dislocated shoulders. It's oh jeez! And I all don't... it is, is is this pride thing for fucking a cheese wheel. That's cool though. That's it. That's all you get. I mean, I feel like that cheese wheel has got to be like beat all to hell by the time it gets to the bottom of this steep ass hill. It's got to be covered in grass and like dirt and rocks. I think and it stuff. goes like no one's ever can ever catch it. Obviously, <laughs> it's going like eighty miles an hour. Like, <laughs> but it's just, and they focus on so they two of them are one lady is going for her fourth consecutive champ or her fourth championship in it or win, and then there was a guy going for like five in a row or something. What did they did actually catch it? No, no, they just, they're the first one down. So whoever's the first one down at the bottom of the hill wins the race, like catches the cheese. You never actually can obtain it. It's too fast. It gets, it's already down the hill while you're like, Oh, so you just it's just first one down this hill. Dude, I started laughing so hard. Me and, me and Jessica are watching this and like people are just like, hitting these bumps on the hill and like flying up and then like someone would come behind them with a knee and they're like sitting up like doing a flip and then they're sitting uh, and just get just jammed in the side of the head with a kneecap <laughs> fucking crazy but the, one of the, the the woman that they talked to who's like the defending chair like setting a record for most wins by female like dislocated like her shoulder but her broke her collarbone and she has this permanent like hump in her oh that's fucking crazy yeah but the second episode was on uh a hot pepper eating contest like chili peppers okay ghost ah. peppers and shit and they brought these people that had from all over um that compete in these competitions and it is fucking insane. This guy who grows peppers out in South Carolina, um, like is crossbreeding, like makes these really hot peppers. Um, and he wanted to find the best of the best at like who could be like crazy. So it's these different rounds and he coordinates the rounds and he sets up his peppers um, according to, you know, like they're really fucking hot. They're really fucking hot. He did something with like the ghost pepper or the reaper, I think. Um, right, but anyway, it's disgusting. And there's one, this one dude that just like he throughout the whole thing, he's just eating it like it's popcorn. Like it doesn't fucking face him like it does everybody else. I mean, he's sweating a little bit, but not once is he like uh, or like hard to hold it down like the other contestants. <laughs> you have to fucking see this. It's a little gross. Like what the fuck is he gonna do on the way out? That, <laughs> really fucking hot. Oh my. Well, that's one so thing many with people uh, are at this thing. 
that's one thing with the hot ones is how many times he has to tell people not to touch their eyes because everybody starts tearing up and they'll reach up. He's yeah. like, don't touch your eyes. Yeah. Just completely <laughs> fuck your yeah. face up. Right. But the, the cheese, uh, the cheese rolling thing reminded me there's like a, uh, what is it? I think it might be in Japan. There's like a log riding festival. Have you ever seen that? Ooh. What do you mean by log? Like they cut riding? down this like massive tree and take it to the top of a hill. And like this, a whole group of people just gets on this tree. And then they, I think oh. they have like, somehow they get it going down the hill. And that's just the whole goal is just to ride the thing all the way down to the bottom. And it's like just people standing getting, on it. Um, usually I think straddling like walking it, it. I think. It doesn't like twist and like crush people that's that's the issue yeah <laughs> people get thrown and like rolled over yeah it's brutal uh, it's just I want to see it the cheese wheel thing it just <laughs> i could not i know it was fucked up i could not stop laughing it was so <laughs> funny when you see these people and you yeah. know they're interviewing these people and people are getting ready like there's champions going for the record and the way they just uh, approach this thing like it's a i mean to them it's like their sport it's like Right. It's, it's so important to them. It's their high school basketball team or whatever, you know, that they didn't get to play on. This is their sport. This right. is what they're saying that they're good at <laughs> just tossing themselves down a hill to catch cheese. I bet I could throw That's this football over win. that mountain, That's, man. <laughs> there's no money. Like I don't think anybody will be part of this thing just because how dangerous it is, but it's this ta- it's this community ritual and people just come it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> People have made their own jerseys for it. It's just awesome. You have to check it out. Let me know what you think about it. And let me know if you laugh during it, too, if it's just not so fucking hysterical. <laughs> the peppers one, though, it, it was going back to the hot one thing, too. I, 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 I'm a pussy when it comes to, like, really spicy stuff or real hot. But watching them eat those peppers. And they have to do two. Like, you get two of them. Huh. And you have to, like, yeah. Oh, it's mm. really gross watching some of them. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. I, yeah. If I eat something hot, I get the hiccups about, immediately. It's like, you know, when people talk about how uh, being on a site with a, a porn shoot, like just the smell, like that's what I imagine. Oh, that, oh like God. A, oh. An eating contest after they got deep into just the sweat and the, the, the vomit coming up. And, oh, oh, just bile. Yeah, just people are there cheering it on. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I think it was a comedian talking about somebody they knew that had been to to yeah porn sets, and they were like, "Oh, it fucking stinks." And then they were they were pointing out that like one of the shots that you see in a lot of porn movies is that like classic. You're kind of staring up at the dude's balls, and it's just plunging the. The the, yeah. the wiener is just plunging in. He's like, you don't realize that cameraman is about like six or eight inches away from some dude's rancid butthole. <laughs> He's like, it's foul. Like you have to poor cameraman. <laughs> you feel bad for it. <laughs> just so you can have something to play with your wiener too. Oh man. No man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. What a job. What a job. Again, having to get that angle. <laughs> just just uh, right up in there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It seems like if it was real bad, then you'd have to be a pretty outstanding like 
porn actor to be like asked back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be one of those porns though, like into weird, weird shit, weird fetish shit, where it is just <laughs> where where only only the cameraman has the experience in it. <laughs> Make 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 Can sure. You imagine it's your stinks. first day on the job. <laughs> yeah, man, I get to film stuff all day. Give me all oh, the naked girls, dude. And then it's just you don't you don't think about the stench, man. Because because the cameraman can't retch. I mean, he can't. He can't. Just, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna shake and it's gonna pick up on the audio. It's gonna screw up the entire thing. It's gonna throw the performers off. I don't know. I think it's a oh whole another uh, <laughs> genre. Cameraman couldn't handle this shoot. <laughs> and every now and then, you know, there's got to be some shrapnel. Like you get hit with some shrapnel. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yep, that's for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's like when you're behind somebody in a car and they they use their windshield wiper fluid, and you know you, you get a little <laughs> mist. You get the spray on your. Like, thanks, yeah. thanks, Karen. That also means you're probably driving a little too close to them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Move back up a little bit, TJ. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've gotten some spray. I got to get the good angle from like a reasonable distance. Uh, following behind, I feel like I've gotten some spray on that. Are you sure it wasn't somebody like tossing a drink out of their car or something? <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do you guys think, like, when, I guess I, I should say, when do you guys think that uh, we're going to find old Kush hanging in the in blue room? Wait, what? Wait, what? I didn't follow you on that one. Yeah, it sounded like something about a bush in a blue room. That's all I heard. Kush, Kush hanging in the blue room. Kush. Old J Rad. J Rad Kushner. Hanging in the blue room. Jesus. Oh. I have to fucking like spell it out for you guys. <laughs> is 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 there a blue room in the White House? Is that what you're saying? Like I think there's a blue room, right? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure there's a blue what room. What happens in the blue room? That's where Kush ends it. No? Where's the blue room? What am I thinking of? Is that something else? Oh, my goodness. There is, in fact, a blue room in the White House. It's one of three state parlors on the first floor. Okay. I mean, I thought there was. It's distinct for its oval shape. How many fucking oval rooms are there in the White House? Do they just not like space? What is the deal? They, I mean, they got they got too much space, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's at least two rooms in the White House that are apparently just oval-shaped. I'm not sure what's going on with that. Hmm. I don't well, see what the big deal is. Ovals are cool, I guess. Uh, it's used for uh, used for receptions and receiving lines and is occasionally set for small dinners. So you think that's the setting in which he finally, like, exhausts himself? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Trump's not going to jail, so like he's gonna have to send somebody. Who is it gonna be? Probably not a blood relative. He gets <laughs> to just pick somebody to go for him. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I just pin it on this guy. 
Holy shit, there's a yellow oval room in the White House, too. So that's three oval rooms. Wow. What happens in the yellow oval room? Oh, you, they don't... Yeah, I don't even want to so, repeat that. Like, yeah, it's okay. it's kind of gross, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet it smells, too. And, yeah, yeah, I don't even want to talk about the Truman balcony. Jeez. Noted, noted pervert Harry S. Truman. Oh, my God. But yeah, I'm I'm just impressed that you pulled the blue room out of your ass on that one. Did you did you visit the White House at some point in time? Did you take a tour and you remember this? Like you drew upon some well of knowledge from your childhood or what? I mean, I don't know. I just know things sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty clear. Speaking of knowing things, I've got a question for you, Dick Loverboy. Okay. With the vaccines apparently rolling out uh, with with all the the effectiveness rates and so on and so forth, when do you predict we're going to see another episode of Heads or Cocktails? (laughs) No, that's over. What? (laughs) Oh, we ain't going to be back in bars on a real, real time basis. In 2021, maybe summer 2022. Oh, so you're setting that goal on a real time basis. I like it. I don't know. You think I can? You think I can figure it all out in two years? <laughs> I think so. I think that's enough time to do some figuring. Uh... <laughs> think you might be able to get it online. <laughs> No, I feel like it does, like, I mean, at the beginning, I was thinking, like, trying to do it online might be interesting, but I feel like it is one of those things where you need the crowd, like, you need the the back and forth. Oh, yeah, I was saying, you think I can figure out how to get, like, previously recorded episodes online? Oh, yeah, we can work on that, yeah, yeah, of course. I got two years to figure it out. (laughs) Um, I, uh... I like what was happening there before pre-COVID. You know, like I think we had a little bit of momentum. It was, it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that uh, we can recapture that at some point in time. Uh, I really do. Um, I don't know. Two years from now, though, like, who knows? Who knows where we're gonna be? I might not even be living in Georgia anymore. I might be living Aww. in Moscow because I I need to go where the real socialists live. Is that where it's at? Mm-hmm. Is that what they do? They don't say it, but that's it's still really happening there. Yeah, Moscow, huh? Uh huh. They pretend, but they got it going on. <laughs> well, I good know. for you. Can we like? I hear it's a lovely city. <laughs> Can we rewind about thirty seconds? Okay, look at. That. <laughs> yeah, just cut that part out. I'm looking, yeah, at, we're I'm looking at my watch right now, and it's not helping me at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. So uh, I think that you know we'll. We'll probably do another heads or cocktails one day, but it's you know it's gonna it's gonna have to wait until 
enough people take the vaccine and enough time has passed and that we're we get it all figured out how to how to trace this whole thing down and I don't know I I do worry though that that's going to be too long and that uh maybe someone else needs to take over the the reins <laughs> Are you pondering retirement from Hazard Cocktails? <laughs> oh. I'm just well, at least I, if, I, if there's one thing that I do know about Dick Liverboy, he's taking advantage of all this time that he has to spend at home, and he's just banking shows. Like he's writing, he's coming up with ideas for heads or cocktails. He's going to have at least like ten or twenty just sitting on go, ready to just roll out when the time comes. Oh yeah, yeah it, probably it, not. But uh, <laughs> I have been riding the motorcycle quite a bit. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> so. That's been fun. <laughs> um, but today I didn't write it at all. Don't worry. I put some new mirrors on there. Oh. Ooh. New mirrors. I got a new nice. windshield. Um, yeah. Fancy. I got a new like USB plug-in so I can plug my phone in and like charge it while I'm riding. Holy cow. Man, it's really been just been focusing a lot on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mostly I needed to put a new mirror and windshield on it because I uh, dropped it off my <laughs> my little thing that I loaded <laughs> on the onto my truck the other day and it fell oh, upside no. fell upside down and broke the windshield and the mirror off it. <laughs> oh no. Uh were you moving when it fell or Oh no! I was trying to unload it, and one of my I was oh unload it. Yeah, I was trying to unload it, and one of I I was in a not the right position for when I released one of my uh, ratchet straps, and I didn't have the, the strength to be able to hold it in place. Uh, <laughs> so the little that sucks. The little tumble tumble rusi. I you know the mirror and the windshield are, things, been worse. are easily replaced. It uh. Yeah. A small little scratch on the um on the tank, but other than that, it's pretty good. So I was gonna say, at least you didn't put it into a wall and like rip a chunk of the uh, engine off the side of the bike. No, this is a non-operating. Um, <laughs> um, Wait, did that really happen? Yeah, that was many many years ago. But thanks for bringing it back up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a non-operating. Grounding of the motorcycle, yeah. And then I took possession of that motorcycle and tried to fix it, and then just gradually moved it like through I don't know two or three different houses that I lived at. I just had this non-operational motorcycle that I just kept moving from place to place. I'm gonna fix it one day. I'm gonna fix. It. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. It's like my lawnmower yeah. is now. It's like eventually I'll get that fixed. No, I should just I should just take it away for scrap metal, almost certainly. Do you still have it? <laughs> no, no, it, it went away a while back. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember. I thought so. <laughs> um, that would have been funny. But no, I don't know when the last time I talked to you guys about my uh, my last two motorcycle escapades, but I did some pretty fun rides up in North Georgia and made some. I had a hundred and forty-five mile loop that I uh, that I did up in the mountains. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
Uh, everything was I fine. You said you were driving 145 miles an hour. I was like, bullshit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you lying sack of shit. No, no, no. Yeah. In fact, I'm, Sorry. I'm like the old man on the motorcycle highway because uh, I was just getting passed left and right by other motorcycles. <laughs> They're like, Aww. what are you doing? We're on this road because it's fun because you can go fast. I'm like, but apparently Sunday driver. Apparently I don't drive fast enough for my other motorcycle friends. But I went on a Monday and I was like the only person on the road. And it was amazing. I just... Weaving in and out, going up and down the mountains, having like a just a really good old time. So everything was good until I had to unload. <laughs> <laughs> so when did it, did it ha- uh, it happen when you got home or when you got there? Yeah, when I when I got home and I was unloading everything, it was it was at night and it was dark. I should have just uh, waited till the morning because I was already tired uh, apparently and. Uh, <laughs> because, and what informs me of that is like there's like a little ramp, you know, f- for the platform that the motorcycle sits on that you unattach and you um, put it on to the uh, to the platform to roll the motorcycle down. And I had t- done that step and was getting to where I was uh, loosening up the ratchet straps to be able to uh, um, roll it down. And I stepped around the platform, forgetting that the ramp was still there, and just like both shins on this platform, oh, uh, tripped, fell, like tried to catch myself on my truck, ended up like, like basically punching the top of the <laughs> the top of the bed on the truck as I fell down to the concrete, um, and oh. just had to kind of roll over and like, you know, it's like. I don't know, nine o'clock in my neighborhood on a Sunday and, uh, or, or Monday, I should say. And I didn't want to, I was trying to hold off, you know, 10 years ago, Rhett, and, uh, not just yell fuck as loud as I could. <laughs> in the middle of the neighborhood. <laughs> so I just kind of like curled up into a ball and it's like, you're, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> You gotta be careful, man. You've had a, a few tumbles here lately. I know it was weird, um, but I continued to. Uh, I was already halfway through unloading this damn thing, and uh, my mind wasn't in the right spot. I was like, "Were were there witnesses for your uh, little the little spill?" There was no witness for the actual spill, but uh-huh. when the motorcycle fell, it fell you know basically on to the platform itself and which kind of flipped it almost upside down onto the ground horrible and the part. horn just got jammed on <laughs> so you're just laying there it's like, <laughs> no but it's just like laying with like the handlebars and like the, the the top of the tank and like one little spot on the rear like touching and then the wheels still like up in the air uh, like, uh, and the bike basically resting on the platform itself on the oil filter on the side of the engine, <laughs> on the side of the, uh, it could have been a towards. lot worse. God, it yeah, been a lot it could, it, it destroyed the oil filter, but it didn't hit any of the wires that were right around it. Like it was pretty crazy. Oh. Uh, and so, but because it's like upside down, I can't just like 
pick it up again and because I, I couldn't on my own pick it up both up and then up onto the the raised platform so i had to like kind of drag it a little bit to get it away from the oh. pl- platform oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah which uh I thought that, you were gonna say you just cranked up the truck and just drove away as quick as possible and no i couldn't because it was too. like still it was still hooked onto the yeah, yeah. oil filter where the is like an eyelet that the straps hook onto on the on that stupid platform which is very convenient but also difficult to manage as <laughs> with one person um no the, the reason i asked about witnesses is uh yeah there was a phase i guess shortly after college maybe where i had a, a fully operate mostly operational motorcycle for like a year or two and uh so i drove it to my job as a, a kitchen staff at fucking buffaloes uh and the reason i say mostly operational is that sometimes it wouldn't crank up so there were times when i would have to like get it rolling and then pop it into gear and crank it that way and so yeah i was trying to leave at the end of my shift and so i was like oh shit it's not gonna crank up and so i I get the thing i'm I'm trying to get it like shift maneuvered around and i you know how sometimes in the in the middle of a fucking parking space there's a grease spot like my <laughs> foot just hit that oh. and like swoop, and just i i fell over the bike just falls over on me oh, and then i i hear somebody go like do you need some help and like it's the the absolute <laughs> cutest server that worked at buffalo's <laughs> like she was in a car i guess it was somebody picking her up or whatever she's like do you need some help i'm just like no i'm good just on the ground <laughs> i'm trapped of but i'm fine it's like no <laughs> just drive just go away just leave me <laughs> uh, but you yeah, had to get up and then like wedge it back up oh, it was embarrassing well, uh, to answer your question, though, like uh, no one saw it actually fall, but after it fell, I, you know, I obviously had a moment of what the fuck just happened. Holy fuck. I just like destroyed this thing that I uh, uh, <laughs> just recently. love so much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then it was like, OK, OK, let's assess what's happening. Um, oh, shit. It's it's upside down ish uh the wheels aren't touching the ground like this is this is worse than i thought you know like as far as like i i I can't just pick it up like i would want to i'm gonna have to like drag some part of it and uh so i get a game plan going and i'm like all right i'm gonna try to like uh you know drag it as little as possible to be able to pick it up uh and when i start doing this my um my neighbor from down the street is walking down down <laughs> the driveway uh down the uh road in front of my driveway and I also i'm parked like kind of at the front of my driveway right right near the damn road uh and um he's walking down and i'm like doing everything i can to like get it picked up and like to, like there's nothing like no, this is nothing like before he gets close and notices what's happening uh so like just i drag it out as far as like i possibly can and like like heave it up like probably blew a hemorrhoid uh no I, <laughs> 
Uh, what? No, I did. I blew him over doing it. Um, but I got it up. I got it up before he he noticed. He didn't say anything. Or Is that how hemorrhoids work? <laughs> sure. Yeah, you just get the wrong angle and the and the little and give give the wrong strain. Blood vessel burst right in your anal. Oh my god! So I have that going on. So I'm not gonna be riding the motorcycle any anytime soon, anyway. <laughs> Thanks yeah. to the hemorrhoid and all, the hemorrhoid of it all. Damn, dude! But don't worry, I got new mirrors. I just put them on today. I got a new um <laughs> windshield. Got a new windshield. It's actually a different kind, which I think will work out better. So, I need. After using my other one, I was like, I need a different one anyway. I'm gonna throw this damn thing upside down on the ground when I get back. <laughs> I'm gonna break it. So that's what I've been doing in these Thanksgiving well, COVID times. Fuck it up too bad. That really would have been sad. Yeah, it would have been really sad. I was really sad. I'm still pretty sad that I did it. But yeah. But everything's going to work out okay. I think it's going to be just fine. Yeah. I still got to get a new oil filter. Ah. <laughs> uh, so did you guys see where the first person with down syndrome uh completed an Ironman triathlon recently? <laughs> no, I did not. Goodness gracious. Did you pour a bucket into your toilet? Do you have a bucket sitting on your counter? Here we go, you guys. <laughs> Did you, something break? <laughs> Did your whole, the whole front half of your abdomen just open up and release? <laughs> that blew out of the irony. Is. <laughs> oh, my shit. God. That's what happens. Yeah, it's that's the opposite thing. It just that happened to me. Right. <laughs> On the other side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, um, oh. yeah, I just. Uh, <sighs> okay, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. What were you? What were you talking about? <laughs> Oh, I think I've lost it. Oh no the uh, the first uh, the first person with Down syndrome uh, completed an Ironman triathlon recently. Okay, right. uh, pretty cool. uh, pretty impressive story. Because I mean, it's 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 a a marathon is like one third of it. I'm trying to remember what the whole thing is. Uh, so that they have swim, to swim, bike, and run, right? Yeah, as yeah, so here it is: a two four two point four mile swim, a one hundred and twelve mile bike ride, and a twenty six point two marathon run Whoa. in Panama City Beach. And yeah, this kid with Down syndrome recently completed that. That's cool. That's yeah, impressive, man. Two point. Oh my god! Swim. That's a long swim. That's a long swim. And they do they are they swimming in the ocean or is it like a lake? Do you know? Uh I think it's, it's usually the ocean. Too. Yeah. God yeah. there in Florida. Oh. That's a oh, that's oh my god. So yeah. Um, bike and then then 
fucking cap it off with a fucking marathon. It says after his record-setting achievement, he said he will focus on competing in the 2022 Special Olympics and continuing to raise money for Special Olympics, Down Syndrome, and RODS, which is Racing for Orphans with Down Syndrome. So I don't know if he's also an orphan, too. Like, apparently this dude's got a hell of a story. Kicking ass. That's cool. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Oh my god, he fell off his bike and was attacked by ants at a nutrition stop? Oh, what? <laughs> oh, shit. Jesus. Okay. Apparently this was the wackiest Ironman triathlon ever. Like, Holy shit. Like, ants attacked this dude. But no, I was thinking about that. Like I've, I felt about this story the same way. I remember a while back there was a story about like a blind dude climbing Mount Everest. And my immediate thought was just like, well, I mean, not that I was ever going to try that to begin with, but like my immediate thought was like, well, that's out. I'm not even going to consider trying to climb Mount Everest at this point. Some fucking blind dude did it <laughs> like that. Just take that one off the list the the non-existent list that I have what things if that I needed. for like, like I hope this never happens, of course. But what if like somehow you become blind? Would you put it back on your list? But to be the second man who ever, the blind man that ever climbed Mount Everest? I well, don't think so. Well, but if you're talking about climbing Mount Everest now, like if you were talking about it before there was a blind man that did it, you wouldn't have been the first. You'd have been like the gazillionth. Are you kidding me? There's a fucking lion going up there all day and like shit everywhere. Well, no, I mean, still, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand that. But still, there's just something about like this very like rapid lowering of the bar down like oh a fucking blind dude climbed mount everest so yeah it's not even that big of a deal anymore yeah but what if you were also blind would you think it was a big deal mm, maybe you're like ah somebody else already did it let me see i can be the first blind man to jack off in the white house oh my god that would be uh Jesus, I was thinking like you lop one pinky off and then you could be the first blind man, the first blind nine-fingered man to to summit Everest. At least you got that going for you. Yeah, I wonder how many people have jerked off in the White House. A lot. I bet. I was going to say at least 45. No, I bet every (laughs) male person who's ever been in the White House is... Or has been have the opportunity to be in there more than once, you know? They they're like, all right, yeah. I'm jerking off in here somewhere. <laughs> There's got to be a bathroom where you can pull Wait, one out. Real quick. Is that your opinion of men that like every single male that goes to the White House is like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking rub one out here? Yes, that is exactly what my opinion of men is. I definitely would think about it. I would consider like, it. All right, I could probably jerk off there, House. and nobody would ever know. And I would always know that. Yeah. I would like. Turned off in the White House. What about you? Is that what you do when you find yourself in like novel situations? You're just like, oh, I gotta find a place. I gotta fucking uh, yeah, start one. It always out. comes up. I'm always thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? You act like you're not. Like, get off your high horse, Reverend. Yeah. I'm just afraid <laughs> to invite you fuckers to my house now. If you're just gonna be like, oh, gotta, go, you gotta get one out. I've already been there. Of course, I've done it. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what that crawl space sure. is for. I've oh, jerked Jesus. off at all my friends' houses. <laughs> <laughs> and, cool. Come on. Cool. <laughs> oh my Definitely God. your house. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, a that's, a, that's a power move. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like I don't know if I can compete with that. It's a solid move, yeah. Good Lord. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in the car outside your house, does that count? No, that's a, that's a street move, yeah. Ah, oh, damn. I mean, I... Well, I do that sometimes just to throw, like, the dirty tissue in your yard <laughs> or in your mailbox. Wait, is the car parked or are you driving by? Because if you're driving by, I'm kind of impressed. No, I wouldn't do that. You would be parked? That seems irresponsible. I'd have to be parked. Yeah. If it was like, if you were like, if you lived on the interstate (laughs) and I could just drive and I try to time when I'm coming to be like when I pass in your house, you know, but like on like a regular road, like trying to jerk off. It's not going to work. Hmm. No, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> a lot of stops, potential stops. Too yeah, many stops. You need, yeah. just, you need a long stretch for a long yeah, you do. stretch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Can't wait to can't wait to see you guys again in person. Oh yeah, definitely. This I is am. not going to be uh, yeah. uncomfortable at all, like can't wait to get back to uh, Dick Loverboy's house. Now you're going to be thinking where I did it at. Uh, I always assume you just do it wherever you hit those little tiny <laughs> babies all over my house. Sometimes I'll get in the tub. Like You're like, I'm going to put my little tiny babies all over these little tiny babies. That does bring up a question. Okay, I, again, this is a non-COVID times question, but like when you go into someone's house and you go to use their restroom, if the the curtain on the shower is drawn, do you check that shower to make sure nobody's standing in there? No. no. I do that damn near 100% of the time. If that curtain is closed, I'm going to peek back there and just make absolutely sure there's nobody just in there. Like it's a it's a weird thing that I do. I'm not I was just checking. It so, is yeah. a weird thing. It seems a little per, you know, presumptuous. It's really you, weird. But you can look you want to look and see like what's going on in someone's shower. I mean, it's not presumptuous. It's just a better safe than sorry. I'd rather just know that, than that just sounds roll like those dice. You basically just jerked off all over that shower. With that's your, not with your eyes. That's not what I. I didn't, I didn't say your that. Eyes that's not came what, all over that shower. That's not going on at all. I'm not sure it where just, you're why you're did. going there with that. It's like more offensive than come is what I'm saying. Oh my god. <laughs> I I stand by that. <laughs> pretty offensive pretty gross um all right so i have decided to get into the holiday spirit thanks to covid thanks covid (laughs) what else am i gonna do yeah what the fuck um no i think it's actually kind of nice um We've never had a real traditional like plan for um, just experiencing everything we can out of uh, out of the ho- holiday season. Um, and this year, since we are not planning on doing any of the celebrating with other people, <laughs> um, then it's like uh, I don't know. I feel 
uh, more inclined this year than ever before to like, I don't know, put out an outward, um, you know, presentation of the fact that we're acknowledging the season. So uh, I've always been real hesitant on getting a tree um, and um, always been I've lobbied for many years about uh, getting a fake tree. Um, Wait, lobbied for or against? For. I, I've lobbied for a fake tree um, because... Ugh. Because, <laughs> uh, because I don't want to... Because they're easy and they, they're cool now. They like have all these cool lights now. Um, and Are they cool? We have a really cool one at work. Um, and they're clean and they, you don't have to water them and they made of plastic, which is environmentally sound. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you can use it year after year. What's better. You're going to cut down another tree every year. Something that can actually like, I mean, I don't cut it down, but I buy it from someone that does. Well, here's my point. You're saying your plastic tree, which is essentially made from a non-renewable resource versus a tree, which they just grow. They just grow on their own. Like, it's pretty amazing how how they just grow. Yeah, yeah. but just, just imagine if you just let them grow and, not, and didn't cut them down. How much more? <laughs> anyway, my point is that... Um, <laughs> I love plastic. Uh, that I'd always, like, um, you know... Yeah championed a fake tree not for the plastic aspect of it but for the ease and uh less um involved in the holiday Plus spirit the smell that of you a have to be it's great everybody loves the, the smell of a plastic tree i agree uh <laughs> yeah. but thanks to covid this year i feel like you know it's just me and my wife here and we we're gonna celebrate like we never had before so um, oh I, really yeah i uh, we're going to not only are we going to get a real tree um shortly after thanksgiving here uh hire some elves we're going to go and cut it down ourselves and uh do the whole tree you know gathering experience Maybe in the snow. It's supposed to be really cold next week. You guys never know. Um, but I'm actually also going to put up lights in our yard. Ooh. So I, uh, uh, the lights are going to happen before the tree, most likely, because if, uh, if if the rain holds off on Thanksgiving tomorrow, um, then uh, I'm going to go ahead and put my lights up. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm already in the spirit. You know what I mean? Um, is is the lights going up in the yard, is that something that on your street, is there, like, other people that put up lights, will they see the lights that you put up and then feel like they need to up their game? Is there, there's, sometimes there's a level of competition there that's fascinating to me. I don't think there's going to be that sort of situation happening in my neighborhood. Although, I will say, Halloween, we were a hit. Oh, definitely. uh, (laughs) You know, we are um, 
not super involved with uh, um, the goings on in our neighborhood. Um, but I think I I think that our neighbors like said the man who like in, just invented an entire like come find solve a puzzle and yeah. find like free plants like oh yeah we're not really involved in the the ins and outs of what goes on in the neighborhood or anything we just set up fucking treasure hunts i think you're i think you're downplaying your level of involvement in your neighborhood maybe maybe are so. you gonna do the candy cave the candy cane tube yeah, the candy ca- cave. The can- oh, please candy- let there be a candy cave. Oh, jeez, not cave. Can't can You want to come to the candy cave, children? It does look like a candy cane, doesn't it? Uh. Oh, it's just him in a big polar bear costume, like handing out candy to children. <laughs> come to the candy cave. Oh, jeez, <laughs> that's offensive. Um. But no, I'm I'm excited about our light display that we're gonna have in our uh, new um, area for putting up our tree. So that's in a window, and let me you know you can that can be part of our decoration. I don't know. Oh, I'm just saying, like I I um surprisingly into the into the Christmas spirit, and it's not even Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the you know, there's there's some good things that are coming out of uh not out of you know, death and COVID, but uh out of the fact that we've had to kinda all hunker down a little bit. So In the candy cave, yeah. Yeah. I mean now of course I want to do a candy cave. I'm trying to figure out how I can make one out of out of lights. <laughs> I just want you to make a snow machine. I want like your yard to just be completely covered in snow. I mean, oh my god! I could probably get one on the Facebook Marketplace, but I'd have to get back on Facebook first. You could completely psych out your neighbors, go do a complete snowscape, but then rather than it being Christmas, it's just the uh, the scene from Hoth from Empire Strikes Back. You've got the dogs dressed <laughs> up as at ats, like walking around your yard. That'd be amazing. I mean that sounds pretty cool. Should I? Can I just put like a bunch of like cotton down so it looks like snow? No, I think you have to go snow machine. Okay. Yeah. And then at some point in time, you have to look up and go two fighters against a star destroyer. <laughs> Sorry, that's a that's a deep cut from Empire Strikes Back. It's a it's a very terrible bit of acting that someone does. Uh, there's also when when they're like the first transport is away, and you just see people go. Hooray! <laughs> you're like, go rebels, uh, go! You're doing it, you're doing it. I can't. You just keep quoting stuff, and I can't drink enough. <laughs> so, um, my point with all that is, like, how are you guys feeling about the Christmas spirit? What are you guys doing about the holidays? Are you gonna, you gonna like? see some family are you keeping it tight what's up sounds like you're gonna see some family there but you always do it outside right flores yeah yeah we're we're lucky in that our uh my family's thanksgiving is for the most part outside anyway um so we'll be able to slightly modify it so we don't go inside at all um 
so yeah looking forward to seeing them and also yeah we'll talk to them tomorrow about what christmas is going to look like because i just i don't see any way we can possibly get together i'm kind of worried that my family will barge on through it and decide to get together for christmas anyway and so we'll be the the dickheads like we were for summer vacation uh, where we just opted out right and yeah. we'll feel kind of bad about that but i just can't take the chance on that i get it uh, oh yeah, yeah but no we're uh yeah we're, we're i think like you we're getting ready to just immediately start putting up some christmas decorations we might expand upon our uh normal christmas decoration setup see what we can do cool i mean i've never really done it other than a little bit of a tree but we're gonna try to deck out the house you know i got some meteor shower uh lights i'm super excited about them <laughs> it's so cute i i thought so i had to I, just... do, I had to do a little bit of soldering on one of them today to get it to work because it came from china and did not work <laughs> apparently uh, what are you saying well it's like made in china on the box <laughs> and i could see where there was a solder that you know came loose <laughs> but i, I made it work some, uh, i fixed it i've got a couple of clumps of mistletoe growing in the very tall uh pecan tree in my yard i don't know how i'm gonna get it down to uh, to, to shotgun that seems like it will destroy the mistletoe if I'd shotgun yeah. the branch. Isn't it like I'm a big? I'm thinking about a, a 22. I feel like I could maybe like take a branch out, like sever a branch with a 22 bullet. A 22. But still, I might be dropping a bullet on my neighbor's house. You're also not not gonna hit. Like, how close are you gonna have to be to that? You're not gonna hit a limb with a 22 bullet. Dude, I could do it. Don't worry, don't you worry about that. <laughs> no way. Uh, no fucking way. crack shot over here. Well, there's there's only one way to find out. Go get the gun right now. How? Okay, first of all, how? <laughs> Load it up. Yeah, you got to do it at night. How of course. Um, thick of a branch are you thinking you can cut through with a 22? Like a quarter inch. You're going to hit a quarter inch target from how far away? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's Black maybe... Maybe twenty yards up in the tree, I could take that out with twenty a yards. Okay, you only have to worry about one axis too, because it's a damn branch. You know, you know, like yeah. you, there's no way you're hitting that from twenty yards. Twenty yards. I feel like if I if I lay on my back in the yard, so there's very little motion, 60 and I just feet. have the twenty two on my shoulder. I think I could take that that mistletoe down. Eventually, maybe. I think you need a shotgun. Use your sixteen gauge. Why would you not use your some bird shot in your sixteen gauge? Again, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it. I feel like a twenty two is a nice clean break. You just ting and you just take it out. It falls. You're good. I don't think that's how it works. Or I just go to where my 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 actual office is, and there's these like shitty Bradford pear trees that have mistletoe within reach. You could just reach up and grab some. I'll probably just do that instead. That sounds easier, but yeah, definitely. I mean, if you want a challenge, to try to use twenty two. Please don't shoot anybody, including my family. Oh, of course not. 
Well, there is the neighbor across the field that like is still like his. We we talked about the fact that his gigantic Trump pin sign blew away when uh, Hurricane Iota or whatever it was came through. Hey, apparently he found his sign and put it back up, and he's just fucking leaving it up. It's still up right now, so cool. we'll see how long that lasts. Well, he hasn't officially lost the election yet. According to him, yeah. <laughs> According to him. So we had a we had a weird thing happen the other day. My um we've been because of COVID, we have been um getting a lot of like grocery where they bring the shit out to your car, like you don't have to go in the grocery store. Have y'all been doing that at all? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Weekly. So yeah, my my loving wife did that the other day, and so I came in to help her get the groceries out of the car, and it was just like, what is that smell? Like there was a a very strong like man's cologne smell, <laughs> and I, I, I the first thing I asked her, I and was she like, she blamed hey, it on the grocery person. I was like, did a I was like, did a did a middle aged white dude bring these groceries out to you? And she's like, actually, yeah. yeah I was like, do you happened, smell yeah. that cologne? <laughs> But it, like, no lie, like the the grocery, it's it's this. Uh, I don't even know what cologne it is. Um, when I can't my, believe you don't know. My, I can't believe you believe that. The no, grocery no. Guy. When my ex-wife and I had a restaurant, we had to buy restaurant equipment, and there was a point in time when we went to Atlanta to this used restaurant equipment place, and there was this guy who was like this kind of sleazy used restaurant equipment salesman, and he, he that was his cologne, like whatever it was. It's this very like cloying, like strong smelling. That's what I associate it with is just some white dude who's on like his second divorce. Like, I don't know. It was a strange situation, but no, but yeah. no lie, like our pantry is still there's something in our pantry right now that still smells like this dude's cologne. It's been a week. Oh, Did wow. he rub it all over himself? Did he? I don't know if he just cologned his hands before he brought he, the groceries he, he out. Just or what the groceries? Excuse me. He, he had it in, <laughs> under his shirt or I something. I think you like heard that. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear you. What do you say? I said, do you think he jizzed on your groceries with his cologne jizz? <laughs> that's that's an impossible situation. That I don't think that's nah, the case. I don't. Nah, he just he just stuffed. Nah, dog. He just <laughs> stuffed the head with cologne. It's like a bullet, and the, you jizz the propulsion. It's the fire. Well, I don't know. Oh my God. Hey, hey first, first of all, what kind of groceries were they? <laughs> Publix. I mean, I get that. What, what, you know, what, <laughs> what did you order? Was it like a real sexy order? <laughs> no, it was just groceries for the week. <laughs> yes, just eggplants and like kielbasa sausage oh, and like a yeah. lot of Venus-shaped groceries. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool, cool. Uh, That's hot. No, I get it. <laughs> That's so hot. <laughs> but no, it's still, there's something in our pantry that still has this man's cologne stench on it. It's I'm not sure DNA what it is. It's because DNA holds smell. 
I'm hoping it's the like the the fucking pumpkin, the canned pumpkin that my wife used for the powder night. So hopefully it went out with the garbage and we don't have to smell this 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 stench of like uh, uh. oh it sounds it sounds rough. You know no, I, mean? it, 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 I don't know. Do you guys know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I got it. Did you know? Oh shit! <laughs> what? Did you know that a new episode of the Minefield dropped today? You should check that out. We should check that out. Why is this not working, you guys? Does uh, anything ever work? Mm, ever? Mm. I mean, ever? Oh jeez! Oh yeah. Not responding. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, it's going to respond. Tell you that right now. Let's try again. So, oh, geez. No, it's responding all right. That's right. It really is. It's just like there's a there's just a bucket at the beginning and then just like a bloop 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 for a minute afterwards. Oh jeez. Did you guys know that you can go to Armageddonafterparty.com to find out everything you want to know about Armageddon After Party, including I don't know, what's going on with Dick Leopard Boy? How about the Reverend Florist? How about... Come on. There we go. How about... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. How... <laughs> How about a little squeak? What's he doing besides peeing every five minutes? Who knows? Who knows? Check out ArmageddonAfterParty.com. You can find out. You can listen to uh podcasts all all the oldies are on there you can stream them you can download them you can share them with your friends and you should so please hey you can follow us on twitter at AfterPartyPod. don't forget our friend <laughs> our good old friend why am i, <laughs> why am I drawing, drawing a blank on our friend's name he's a dookie terrorist <laughs> Will Beavagun. Will Beavagun. Check him out. He's a dookie terrorist. No big deal. You guys can follow me on uh, Instagram uh, <laughs> at dick.loverboy. We got <laughs> TJ Higgins. That's a little squeak on Instagram. Oh, and by the way, on Twitter, that's Gerald Importante. Figure it out. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We're going to make it through Joe Biden. He's going to be the president no matter what anybody says. Hey, from the bunker in beautiful Athens, Georgia, I'm Dick Loverboy saying goodnight for the Reverend Flores and Lil Squeak. Say goodnight, boys.